This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Your aprons at the door, my brothers. Yeah, I didn't turn on the soundboard because uh, Ken sabotaged me. That's the story, and I'm going with it. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about an FMP Lodge. Um, I know. I know. We're going to catch hell for this. I'm sure there's going to be a Grand Lodge phone call. I'm going to get caught by the handlers on this, but we're going to talk about it. And they don't like them? Fuck them. I'm joking. Anyway, uh, what I was talking about in the last five, you know, 13 minutes of recording, not realizing there was no freaking audio, was... Uh, uh, I was a little uh, tweaked this morning, if you will. I um, uh, had some bad news. Not bad news, but uh, bullshit, if you will. Uh, nothing personal life, but uh, lodge-wise. But, but I'm not getting into that right now. Um, so I was just kind of first starting off with, you know, there's certain things that I that, that I do that, you know, that happens to me when, when there's like impending doom, if you will. And I'm going to tie this all into the FMP lodge and stuff. Um it's like impending doom, like uh, right before a snowstorm. Like there's like that calm before the storm. I get really chilled out. Like right before COVID happened, I was calm as a cucumber. Like I was like, I was anticipating, I was waiting for this to everything shut down, waiting for the shit to hit the fan. And I was really, really awkwardly, euphorically calm about it. Like I don't, uh, I don't get most people in society, they wig the fuck out. Like they just wig out. Like, oh my God, everything's shutting down. What are we going to do? I was, I was cool with it. Like, I'm like, oh, whatever. Let, let it all burn. I don't, I don't care. Um, it's just, I, I'm not going to stress myself out over, um, if nothing, if, if something bad happens, like I'm, I'm going to make it through. Um, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is we have a, you know, thing going on at our lodge, but you know, I kind of woke up with, um, uh, let's just say a hair across my ass this morning. Um, but rather than getting like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? I don't know what we're going to do. I just hyper-focused. Like, I get really locked into the zone of like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I got this shit. <clears throat> but anyway, hey, what's going on, everybody in the chat? I appreciate you. Again, I'm up here solo. So uh, any help you guys can do in the comments, um, I would appreciate it because this is a this is going to be a good topic. Um, 
So there's no doubt, I've talked about it before multiple, multiple times, that Freemasonry is losing members. It's losing interest. It's hard to retain members. It's hard to to keep people from just taking the degrees and then bolting out the door. Um, so I'm trying to, I was thinking last night, because of course I'm an insomniac and can't sleep, or I fall asleep and then wake back up three hours later and can't go back to sleep. And I was thinking about this um in in kind of light of what's happening in my lodge and everything uh you know trying to retain members and keep members and one of the things that we kind of brushed upon it i think it was last last podcast or last episode we recorded we brushed upon it about a virtual lodge uh that goes across the world um i know a lot of grand lodges are adamantly opposed to this they will they won't even entertain the idea for a multitude of reasons which i'm going to slowly dissect and if you guys can think of any other reasons or any other questions or ways to around things in the comments on youtube uh please chime in uh brandon hart good morning brother from michigan good morning from shitty rainy connecticut it's been crappy all weekend but that's how it always goes it's always like beautiful all week shitty on the weekend of course when you get days off Thank God you had Puppet George for tech support. He did help me. He's uh, he's, he's the the gremlin in the computer, if you will. Um, so I want to talk about this virtual lodge. And, and again, I'm jokingly putting up FMP Lodge because, Christ, I don't know if I really want. <laughs> I don't know if I really want Discord in uh, in an FMP Lodge. Uh, I'm joking, of course. They're all good brothers in there, and uh, we all. We, we we horse around a lot in Discord, but um, in Gangrene especially. But uh, oh wow, Chris C. Good afternoon from South Wales, UK. Holy shit, you're out there, man. Uh, that's pretty cool. Hold on, I gotta take a whack off my vape here. Quit smoking. That's good, right? I mean, vaping is still smoking, but. Um, so we're going to, I want to talk about this and this is Chrissy. I'm glad you're from South Wales, man, because this is going to kind of fall right up your alley because it's getting, it's, I've talked about it. Well, I talked about it five minutes ago when my fucking audio didn't work, but, um, in my line of profession dealing with, uh, high members of society. And for those who don't know what I do, I work in law enforcement. Um, it, my shift is from 10 to 6.30, so there's many times that I go in early and I get out late, and it's extremely difficult for me sometimes to make it to lodge. Um, I haven't, I'll be honest, I haven't been truly, truly active in my lodge for quite some time. Uh, I did step back um, from doing uh, officers' chairs and degrees and stuff like that. Um, but I, I, to actually make lodge my, it's been extremely difficult for me to make lodge. And this is, this is what I do. This, this is it. This is podcast. Um, it's, it's very tough to get to lodge. And I find, I find it with today's society and people having to get two jobs, sometimes three, just to make ends meet and put food on the table for their families. Uh, it's extremely difficult to make it to lodge and I'm sorry, lodge is going to sacrifice and lose every time. If it comes to putting food on the table and making money. Um, but I, I, one of the things that COVID did was a positive was that we got really good with, with virtual doing virtual meetings and virtual this and virtual that cause nobody wanted to touch each other cause everybody thought they had the, the, the creepy crawlies or whatever the hell. Um, and I know some grand lodges are adamantly opposed to a virtual lodge. 
Okay, they're adamantly opposed. Oh, we're not meeting virtual. We're meeting in person. Bah, 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 bah. But in today's times, and I'm just exploring the options here. I'm not saying this is a uh, this is a definite or this should happen. But it would be nice to be able to go to a meeting but not have to drive 20 minutes to go to Lodge if you're picking up what I'm putting down. It would be nice to be able to attend Lodge. Now, during COVID... During COVID, some Grand Lodges did a hybrid meeting, all right? Uh, I'm not sure if State of Connecticut did, but I do know that Grand Commandery did because I attended many of them. Uh, when I was in um, Cyrene Commandery and New Haven Commandery, I attended their virtual lodge meetings or their virtual commandery meetings, if you will, uh, and they met virtually. Um, so I guess my my thing is is... It was okay then, but not okay now. And I get it. Everybody wanted to get back to Lodge and, oh, we need to reopen and all that shit. Hold on. Coffee break. But we never really explored. What about the the older brothers, the ones that are in their 70s and 80s? Morningstar's got a, yes, we have a chairlift. But if we didn't have the chairlift, uh, those 70 and 80-year-old brothers would have to march their asses up the stairs, which... I mean, your meeting's closing by the time they make it up the stairs. And so they just don't come. And, you know, I know we're supposed to to meet with the brothers and go see them and, and spend time with them and all that stuff. But let's be real. It's, it's, it's hard enough sometimes just getting home to see our kids, let alone going and seeing a brother who lives in, who the hell knows, 40 minutes away and get them involved in the lodge. Why is Ken blowing up my phone? Oh, it's not Ken. Well, that's my daughter. Um, <clears throat> case in point. Here we go. I got shit to do with my daughter now. Um, but it's extremely difficult to, for these older brothers to make the lodge. And even the young guys who are just starting as an apprentice, they are journeymen in their jobs. You know, it's tough for them to get the lodge too because they're working all the time. You know, it would be it would be cool to have a virtual lodge uh, that goes worldwide. Um for brothers on the other side of the pond and all of us to, to get together as Masons, because the problem is, and I kind of was talking about this again before the, I forgot to turn on the audio. I was talking about, you know, masonry is very secular. So each lodge is standalone and there's many brothers that, that never leave their lodge. They go to their lodge, they come to their lodge in Seymour, Connecticut. They don't ever branch out. They don't go out of district. They don't go to Grand Lodges. They don't go to other states, and they're pretty much here. So we, we call each other brothers, but we never see each other. We, we only see who's in our lodge, a virtual lodge that goes worldwide. You would be able to see and meet brothers and, and talk and greet one another across the world. That's cool. Now, that's unity right there, being able to see brothers and and mix it up with them. Across the pond and across the world. I mean, even the convicts down in Australia. I love you, Aussies. But, um, it's the joke in Discord. They're all called convicts. Um, another thing is, too, is you know, a lot of people come to Lodge. You know, They come for the education. They come to learn things. They want to learn about masonry. Uh, Alex DeFranzo, he does a great uh, esoteric club that he does up in Waterbury. And it's very well attended because people are interested in esoteric. Now, me, personally, I've had conversations with brothers. I love the differences between American Freemasonry and English Freemasonry and Russian Freemasonry and, and Italian Freemasonry. 
that would be cool to have a, a virtual lodge, because, of course, we're not flying all over the damn place. It would be cool to have a virtual lodge where all Masons of every walk of life from every country can come join this virtual meeting and each Mason get picked out and talk about how Masonry is different in their country, in what they do, in their grips, in their words, and things that they do. Oh, I get it. Here's where the Grand Lodge comes in and takes a shit on the whole party. Well, you can't tile it. You can't, you can't be sure it's tiled. Okay, gotcha. Here's my problem with this, okay? A, you already did hybrid virtual meetings, so they were already done. This is already, this is already a thing. We're supposed we take obligations and notes of each other. Okay, that I'm going to be trustworthy. You can depend on me. I can depend on you. We can depend on each other. Everybody wears depends. If we take these obligations that we can trust one another and we can depend on one another, then where does the the fall with the tiling come down to? Right, meaning this. I'm trusting that you across the screen are in a room tiled with nobody watching. Because that's what it's all about, right? It's trusting each other. So why can't we trust that each person has a particular room or a particular place in their house where it's tiled where, or they have earbuds in? I mean, most people wear headphones. I'm wearing headphones. I can only hear, I, I wear earbuds because I got screaming little shits running around the house that are, you know, losing their fucking minds about whatever Xbox or whatever the hell my point is I have to have earbuds in and I have to keep it on mute because I can't hear the damn meeting. Now, my point being is if you have those earbuds in here, the freaking meeting's tiled anyway because nobody else in the room that you're in, regardless if they're walking past you. I mean, nobody in here is, is doing the sign of the Schwartz and stuff like that and out. You don't have to do that as long as you know what the signs and grips are. You don't have to actually do them in the computer screen. We didn't do that when we were virtual during COVID. Um, my point being is that, you know, the, technically you're still tiled. I mean, nobody can just bust into a meeting. I can't join a Pfizer meeting and be like, hey, yeah, I'm here, guys. Yeah, I want to hear what's going on in the Pfizer meeting. They're going to be like, get the fuck out. And they're going to throw you up. How do you do that? Everybody be required to show a deuce card or some sign that you're a Mason, okay, in your grand jurisdiction. And the best part is you get to learn about masonry and, and talk to brothers from around the world, which is, I mean, masons talk about unity and being, you know, you know, all together as brothers and we're the oldest fraternity and everything, but, but we don't talk or see one another. I mean, the only time we ever talk or see one another from outside is when you bang into one at a freaking coffee shop getting coffee. I don't understand why we can't do that on a virtual basis. Um, I mean, this is the Grand Lodge's thing is, or that's one of their things, is that, you well, you can't tile it. Well, I mean, technically technically speaking, I mean, if our Tyler's sitting outside the door and he's passed out in the chair, freaking room ain't tiled either, is it? I mean, well-placed manners. Well-placed manners. What, am I, what, what did I say wrong? What did I say wrong? Anyway, um, I'm just making a point that, you know, it could be tiled on on virtual if you're wearing earbuds and, and or you just make everybody vacate the room i mean every 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 house has a man cave right i mean in some form whether it's your closet or whatever the hell um 
the other thing that the the Grand Lodge, I would have to say, has a uh, their other stick is that you are not a lodge unless you can make masons. Okay, that's their other caveat. At least here in the state of Connecticut, you uh, you have. um, Hold on a minute. Uh, yeah, go away. Um, in the state of Connecticut, you the, part of their stipulation is um, I'm not in the mood for fucking trolls today. I'm telling you that right now. I'm not in the mood. I'm 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 slightly cranky. So if you got some shit to say today, you're just bye, go away. Um, I'm not in the mood today. So just poof. So anyway, in the uh, <clears throat> study, kind of, you have to make masons. Um, that's part of the, the stipulation about being a lodge, of of being in a lodge. Uh, so, how do you make masons in 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 a virtual lodge? Well, you can't because you can't do obligations and stuff over a virtual screen. It has to be in person and blah 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 blah. I totally get that. The only flip side to that, I would have to say, is how many lodges are across the country? They don't even have to be across the country. In the state of Connecticut alone, how many lodges haven't seen a uh, a new petitioner in years? They haven't seen new petitioners in years because, again, bringing in Masons is slowing down. We still have to perform our craft. Regardless if we're bringing in people or not. Um, so if if lodges in person are not creating masons, what's the problem with virtual lodge not creating masons? We're still performing a craft. We're still meeting. And it's all about brotherhood, right? It's all about friendship or brotherhood. Excuse me. Friendship and brotherhood and bringing people in. Um so, so what it, to me is the difference? I, I'm not seeing a, a difference between the lodge that doesn't bring in any any new petitioners and and hasn't done degrees in God knows how long, as opposed to a virtual lodge that can't do that either. Also, uh, at least when I was coming up, I took my degrees in other lodges because my lodge Morningstar was not strong enough at the time to do a degree. They subcontracted out to other lodges in the area. Again, I took my entered apprentice in Morningstar that was done by the Shelton King Hiram Lodge. Uh, I took my fellow craft in Washington 19 and I took my master mason in King Solomon's Lodge number 7 in Woodbury. I didn't take any of my degrees in my own lodge. I mean, the guys that we bring in now, they have the luxury of having their mother lodge do their degrees, but I, I didn't. And I'm sure there's many lodges across the world that are of the same caliber. They just don't have the bodies. They don't have the manpower to do a full, full open master mason degree. And so now what you're doing is if they are even close to being able to do a master mason degree, it's the shortened version where you just leave it at that by hand gesture. They're not able to do a lodge either, and they're getting they're getting gypped out of a full degree because they don't have the people to do a full master mason degree. So, what's worse? Would you rather not being able to do a degree or doing a degree that looks like shit? Me personally, I would rather a degree being done uh, in, in its full form and looking good. 
in everybody's able to enjoy it rather than just this abridged version of oh we're only going to do you this shortened version we're going to do short form we're going to do short form we don't, we don't got the people we're just going to do a short form well that kind of sucks because it takes away from your uh, it takes away from your your ability to, to it takes away from the experience of the degree if you're only doing half of the degree now. This virtual lodge, if I was to say, if we're going to do a, and again, I'm joking with the FMP lodge thing. All right, I'm joking with it. Um, I just, I mean, it would be cool. Let's be real, it'd be cool. But, um, uh, Catholic Pernalith. Come on, Catholic. Why you got a long ass last name that you know I can't pronounce? Perennialist. The heyday of masonry coincided with a 40-hour work week. Prior to this, there were no cars, so lodge tended to be within walking distance. Bingo. That's 1,000% correct. Um, we live in a very fast-paced society, whereas back in its heyday, uh, it wasn't fast-paced. There was no car. He's absolutely 1,000% right on this. Uh, there, there's a 40-hour work week. People didn't have to work OT. So people didn't have to work weekends. You know, everybody believed in the Sabbath, so no stores were open at this point. Uh there were no cars, so you horse and buggy, or you use the old shoelace express. You pumped up your Reeboks and walked your ass to lodge, and it was within walking distance. He's, he's one thousand percent right. Nowadays, we don't have that. It's a very we live in a very fast paced society, and and you know, let's put it this way. I mean, I can't get bread for a nickel no more. You, you, you got to put food on your table. So if you have to work, you have to work. Um, I one thousand percent correct on that. Um, getting back to, uh, yeah, you're a Catholic, you're hundred percent right on that. So kind of getting back to what I was saying before is, <clears throat> you know, I, I personally would like to see a virtual lodge where Masons from around the world can share and show ideas. Uh, FMP lodge. Eh, I don't know if a podcast should pioneer that idea. However, I mean, it would be cool to, I mean, I would wonder how that meeting would go if I, I think uh, the incoming grandmaster here is right worshipful brother Shane Dufresne. I wonder how that meeting would go if I, how would you pitch that to the Grand Lodge? Like, hey, listen, here's the deal. Uh, we want to do a virtual lodge. Um, I wonder what the stipulations would be. Now, that would definitely not something, uh, that's not something that, well, let's just say, I'm joking again, FMP Lodge is the, is the title of this thing. But that's not something I would just go out and just pioneer and be like, yep, we're having a virtual lodge. This is how it goes. I mean, in, in so many senses, our Discord is like an after lodge. But to actually do like ritual and be part of a lodge, lodge, lodge of a virtual standing, I would definitely seek approval of a grand lodge or a get their ideas. Because, again, uh, I'm not a small man, own, so I don't know what the caveats would be or the, the things that would need to be correct and things I wouldn't think of. If you guys got anything in the comments talking about this, uh, what do you think are certain things that would need to happen in order for this to happen? Or do you even think this could happen? Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this because I, I'm kind of a stick in the mud. And when this whole COVID thing went down, like the COVID thing went down and everybody's like, we're going to meet virtually. I'm like, hell with that i'm not meeting virtually i'm gonna meet in person in person no mask no pants that's just how it's going uh joking quirk about the pants um i'm gonna meet in person because i was i was adamant that 
the hell with you. You're not locking me down. You're not telling me where I can and can't go. Blah, 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 blah. But now I look at it from, you know, hindsight's a bitch, right? I look at it from a different point of view of, well, what the hell? You know, could you imagine if we had like a brother from Scotland or a brother from, you know, here we go, South Wales, UK. He wanted to just, hey, I want to check in. I'm going I'm to see what the American Masons are doing. I mean, probably smoking, swearing, and throwing things. Of course, we already had one guy freaking call me out because of manners. <laughs> right. Um, sorry, I had to take a puff off the vape. It got me all fired up. Stupid comment. Um, so while we're on that subject about manners and everything, I want to be clear about a couple things. Number one, this is a podcast. This is not a tiled lodge meeting. This is not at all. This is just me up here talking about masonry. I'm just a normal human being. I am a Marine. I am a law enforcement. Uh, and I swear like a Marine. Uh, I swear. So does everybody else. Um, get over it. Secondly, this is not a tiled meeting, so there's no there's no having to be Masonic. This is not sanctioned by my Grand Lodge. This is not we come up here and try to spread about Freemasonry, and we talk like we're talking after Lodge, like a bunch of guys would talk. That's why I talk the way I talk. When I'm in Lodge, I am a completely different person. There is no swearing, and I am very formal, and I am very put together and businesslike. It's all business for me. Um, so uh, cram it up a cram hole, Lafleur. Um. Anyway, uh, I think a virtual lodge would be exactly the same. You'd be, you would have to, if we were to, if this was something that was able to be done, uh, it would be a formal lodge meeting. Um, minus some caveats of things that we couldn't do virtually, um, I, I would tie, I would treat it just like a normal meeting. Uh, the only thing is you, you could be casual. I, I don't think you need to wear a suit. And it actually was a pretty funny meme that I was going to put up uh, right before I was about to record this of a, a guy who's in a business suit from waist up and below. He's got no pants on. I'm uh, sitting in a hot tub um, watching TV. Um but you wouldn't have to do that for, for a virtual lodge. You could just dress casually. And, it's, again, it's more about uh, meeting brothers in, in, from across the pond and across the world, you know, in, in learning how they do masonry and things that they've done in their lodge. Because, again, I have this platform that I can talk about the things I did to improve my lodge, but I'm not the know-all, end-all, say-all. Like, there's other people that I'm sure brought their lodge, you know, breathed life support and hit their lodge with the paddles that brought their lodge back. I'd love to hear how they did it, maybe in, in, in freaking Budapest, maybe in, in, in you know, wherever, you know, anywhere across the world. I'd love to hear how they did it and how they do their lodge and how they conduct things. And I think that would be, A, you're, you're creating a unity between the craft across the world. Uh, that we, I don't think we have at this particular time. Um, granted, going back on what Catholic said, Catholic, I'm not going to say the last part of it because I don't, I, I can't speak properly. But he had said, you know, back in the heyday, lodges were in walking distance. So back in the heyday, it was the same deal. Like you, you were with your lodge brothers, and it was it was secular, and each lodge was standalone, just like back in the heyday. But in today's modern, fast-paced world. 
you know, we have social media. Why is social media take off so big? Why did it take off so big? Because you can talk to and get opinions and hear from most of the time. I, I, I'm be clear. I don't have social media. Uh, I hate it because, you know, we all know how opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. They all stink. But this would be different because this is like a this is a Freemason social media in a sense where. Shit, if we can't have an FMP lodge, we're going to have an FMP social media. Talk to Zuckerberg. My point being is, though, is social media took off so big because it united people from around the world to talk to each other. You can you can look up anybody from Ukraine to, to, to Norway. You can look up anybody and just start striking a conversation up because they're, they're that accessible. This would be no different if you were to have a virtual lodge. You'd have access to a brother from another country, from another walk of life to talk to. I I think it would be a great idea. Um, if you can't do an FMP lodge, or I would say FMP, if you can't do a virtual lodge, correction, can't do a virtual lodge, I don't understand why Freemasonry doesn't have some sort of a social media. I mean, granted, I know it, you'd have to have a developer making everything, but the, a Freemason social media would be cool as hell. Think about this. No, well, how do you how do you tile it and make sure that you know people are actually Mason? You know, do the same thing with the deuce card that you do with the driver's license because you have to put your driver's license in some social media things to show that you're an actual person and you're not just a freaking troll or or a computer program. Excuse me. Um. So you could do the same thing with a virtual lodge, and you can meet and talk, and it would be on this. Uh, platform, whether it be Zoom, whether it be our own Freemason type of social media account. And uh, that would be cool to actually talk and meet with other brothers from around the world and give a sense of unity because I mean, I understand back in Masonry in its heyday, um, yeah, lodges were secular and standalone, but they still got around to other lodges. Um, and the crazy thing is, is that the lodges were more well attended back then than they are now uh and the reason why is because people don't have time for lodge that's my personal opinion they don't got time for it they, it's either they're working they got families and again back in the day they had families too the difference is is that usually the it was the it was the women who were home being homemakers while the men went off to lodge meetings and got to play and drink and do whatever they did back in the day but I think we need some sort of a unifying factor of masonry across the world, especially in today's fast-paced society. That's my personal opinion. Um, I, I'd love to hear what you guys think. If there's anybody else who's got anything, uh, let's see here. I'm going to scroll up through the comments here to see if we got anything. Uh, lunatic. What's going on, man? Um, the elf is all alone this morning. <laughs> Adam Brooks. Yeah. Uh, are you talking about the elf or are you talking about me? Either one. It's all in the same. Um, Andrew Heron, what's up, brother? What's going on, man? Um, I don't know. I'd love to hear what you guys think about this virtual lodge and ideas or anything you got. Um, I'm going to check Discord as well because I know some of these guys aren't on here. OpenX, this is an interesting idea. If things stay the same, I don't know how you reach a world that is so... I don't know how you reach a world that is so technologically oriented. Everything is digital driven. Yeah. Uh, 
unfortunately, that's the downside of of society today. Is you know everybody's sitting there buried with their face in their phones. I mean, you go to the airport, you go to the bus station, you go to, I mean, just sitting in a waiting room at a doctor's office. Everybody's got their face buried in their idiot box in their hand, and there's no social interaction anymore. And I think COVID made that a hell of a lot worse. So I, I do think that that some sort of a virtual lodge or a virtual or excuse me a social media for freemasons would bridge that gap because everybody's already in their phone already i mean with the exception of when you come to lodge and they basically make you put your phone away but i'm sure there are lodges out there that people still have their phones in their hands and i've been to them uh, i've inspected that lodge and i was quite pissed off that i seen an officer who was sitting there fiddle farting on his phone during the middle of an inspection um, but if everybody's got their face in their phone already, why not give them a drive to have their face in the phone, um, on a, on a outside of lodge, of course, um, on a, on a regular basis, if they're going to be fiddle farting on Facebook or TikTok or Instagram or whatever, give them another platform make it a Mason platform, see what, you know, Masons are doing across the world. Um, this would do a couple things. Number one. In my personal opinion, if you were to have, let's just, let's get off the lot, the virtual lodge thing. Let's go to a, a Freemasons only social media and don't, don't get weird. Farmers only dot. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Um, Freemason only social media platform. All right. Number one, it would do a couple things. It would keep out. How do I put this nicely? The anti-Masons. It would keep out the African prince from Nairobi who is trying to sell you eagle piss and told you you need to worship a goat head to take your degrees. If you're picking up what I'm putting down, then they did that whole scam a while ago. Um, and it would be Masons only. Uh, Masons control that server. And we need somebody who's technologically advanced that can do this. I don't think Ken's got the brain power for this, but uh, or the computing power, excuse me. Um, but a... a if there was somebody who who made a Freemason only social media uh, platform for all Masons to go, and it's only Masons, and the way you get onto this platform is you have to show a driver's license, not driver's license, a uh, um, a, a dues card or a a certificate. I mean, yes, they can be uh, they could be fabricated, they could be faked. However, if there is a person who 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 is overseeing this whole thing, if you will, a, a higher power of the platform, uh, they can reach out to a Grand Lodge and just simply ask. And I mean, Truth Social, I think, is is a social media platform that Christ, I think I had to wait. I'm not on it no more, but uh, I think I had to wait like two months to get on this thing, and they had to verify who the hell I was uh, just to even get on it. And I, I was put on a waiting list until they verified that my license was true and I was an actual real person. Um, same would, it's very simple. You have somebody who's like, oh, this guy is a Mason. He wants to join the platform. Cool. What Grand Lodge? Oh, oh, let me look at his dues card. You have to send a picture of dues card. It says, let's say it says the Grand Lodge of Oregon, right? That person would call the Grand Secretary and say, hey, I'm looking for a so-and-so who's a supposedly a member of, of, uh, of, of the Grand Lodge. Is he an actual member? Grand Lodge is going to say yes or no. But you need cooperation between Grand Lodges for this platform. Uh, 
I don't think it would be hard to do because, I mean, the Amity guys, they do that already with verifying Masons. You know, I don't, I mean, maybe I should talk to the Amity guys because they'd be the perfect guys to have like a social media platform for Masons only attached to that Amity thing. That'd be pretty good. Uh, let me go back to the comments here. Open X. For me, example, me, for example. If I hadn't been a member of Demolay when I was a kid, I would have never known that masonry really existed. This podcast was my connection to the craft. Boom. There you go. Appreciate you. Jed Worshipper Brother Passmaster. I attended an online table lodge back in the AOL days. Oh, my God. <laughs> AOL days. You've got mail. It was audio only. A lot of fun. Uh, Chris C. I joined a year ago. My dad was a... WSM. What is WSM? Again, see, this is what I'm talking about right here. Like, Chris C's from South Wales. Like, I'm from Connecticut. I have no idea what WSM stands for. Um, just let me know what WSM stands for. Um, since coming in, I created a Lodge Twitter, Facebook, and WhatsApp group for the members. Yeah. Um, and that's just for your members. Now, if there was a platform that was for just Freemasonry, Again, I think I need to talk to the Amity guys and get this shit going. Like, I just want to cut. I just want to taste. Worshipful Master. Chrissy, WSM. What does S stand for then in the Worshipful Master? Or was that a typo? I'm curious about what. If there's different. Because I know they have like provincial grandmasters and shit. We don't have that in the state of Canada. We don't have that in, in the United States. There's no provincial grandmasters or there's no provincial district deputy i mean in a sense i was a district deputy it's kind of like a provincial if you will um we we have districts here we don't have provinces um i'm assuming it's similar um but uh yeah a perfect example like what open x was saying is oh the table lodge i want to go to that first hold on open x i gotta hold the attended online table lodge back in the <laughs> uh I attended an open a table lodge back in the AOL days. It was audio only. I'm, how does that work? I, I mean, I've been to a couple table lodges. Uh, the latter half of them, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> leave that up for interpretation. How do you have it audio only, though? I mean, how did you guys do the toasts and stuff? Did you just all just shout through the mics? That's pretty interesting, though. Um, table lodges are a lot of fun. Table lodges are a lot of fun um if they're done correctly um as long as they don't get into the uh we record out when i was secretary I recorded minutes of a table lodge one time and i kept them short and brief <laughs> um sometimes they can get to a little bit of intemperance or excess so uh that's interesting though anyway uh yeah I, I think I need to talk to these Amity guys and see if they can if they have something on their platform to have a social media thing. That would be cool. Um, it would be cool to have. Uh, I mean, granted, Facebook is Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff and all these lodge accounts for on social media are great. Don't get me wrong; they're great. The problem is is that you get a lot of trolls. Um, I get a lot of trolls on this freaking podcast. You guys are baby killers, and you're all evil. Um, I get them on this. So I know that lodges, secretaries, or whoever is the webmaster, if you will, of that lodge is getting blown up by, by people who are just either talking shit or 
uh, telling you how evil you are and how bad you are and how you're going to or you know you're going to hell um for because you know you're 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 leading people astray and blah 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 and then you get the people who are just you know i want to be a mason oh okay uh they either never come, call back to you or you get people that are just, you know, you get some good ones through there. Don't get me wrong. You get some people through social media that are good. Some of them, though, are looking for an easy handout or they don't have the qualifications, if you will, um, especially when it comes to background checks, uh, <laughs> to be a Mason. Um, so, and on top of that, you couldn't talk things on social uh, you couldn't talk things on facebook out in an open where other lodges can see it because not only can other lodges see it but john q public can also see it so if you're having an issue in your lodge and you want to talk to another lodge through facebook about a situation whatever it is what do we do about non-payment of dues or something along those lines you know you're going to get people with their freaking opinions. Whereas, you know, if it's all kept under the encompassment of a Freemason type of social media, it all could be, uh, it all, it could be left out in the open and, and multiple lodges can chime in and multiple Masons can chime in. Uh, Jed, some of us were contacted beforehand to do the toasts and we would call in to give the toasts and there would be chatting between toasts. Okay. God, I don't even remember AOL. I just remember it took forever to load up. And that's, that sound is a sound. There's two sounds that, you know, for me anyway, that will stick with me the rest of my life. One of them was the AOL dial-up sound. And then, you've got mail. Something that will stick with me the rest of my life. The other one is the sound of a rubber dodgeball bouncing off of somebody's face when I was in school. That's just a sound you can never ever get rid of in your head and i laugh every time i hear it um lodges should vouch for the members easier to verify a lodge than each member correct uh, i like that uh, i agree with that uh jeb Borsha, brother pessimist isn't scottish right northern masonic jurisdiction doing degrees online now yes yes perfect so why can't you have a virtual lodge why are blue lodges sticks in the mud about this if the scottish right is doing degrees online why can't you have a virtual lodge? I don't get it. I mean, I, I, I'm not 100% sure. <sighs> I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, open X. Uh, I would say the main concern with a large-scale digital platform would definitely be security. The good thing is those systems already exist and can be utilized. Yeah, security would be an issue. Um Again, contrary to popular belief, with all the anti-Masons and conspiracy theorists, we ain't doing anything too freaking egregious. Come to a meeting. You know what? For all those who are anti-Masons, take one degree. You're one foot in the door. It's like it's like dipping your toes in the cold water. Take one degree. Then come to a business meeting, and I promise you, you're going to be like, this isn't what I thought it was. Let's take one degree. You can walk away. There's nobody holding a gun to your head at lodge meetings. Christ, I haven't been to a lodge meeting, a solid string of lodge meetings in probably two years because I just don't got the time. Um, I attend when I can. I will definitely be there at the next meeting. <laughs> I'll leave that alone. I will definitely be the next meeting, but I can't make it to every lodge. I can't make it to every lodge meeting. I haven't been active, truly active, 
closely in about there's a little less, maybe a year and a half or so. Um, so no one's holding a gun to your head. You can come to the lodge and see what to do. Probably show up to one of our events. Go to the car show. You'll see we're just a bunch of idiots running around on golf carts. And the Morningstar Car Show is uh, September 30th uh, in at Seymour High School. I uh, just want to throw that little plug in there. Um, I am planning to attend. Um, uh, so I will see how that goes. Uh Egypt Shrine has meetings on uh, Jeb. Um, Egypt Shrine has meetings on Zoom during COVID. We had pipe band practice on Zoom, and I would attend pyramid pipe band meetings. <laughs> uh, they had practice on Zoom. God, with the delay in some people's computers, that must have been hilarious to listen to. It just sounded just like... oh, it must have been hilarious. I would have loved to sat in that one. I'm just joking, Jeb, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming you were playing instruments or one guy went at a time because sometimes the delay is, is terrible. Um, yeah, I, I mean, COVID kind of blew the door off of all this shit. I mean, it really did. I mean, it kind of, uh, and again, I was one of them too. I, I'll, I'll, I'll eat it. I'll, I'll eat crow. It tastes like shit, but I'll eat crow. Um, yeah. Uh, just one at a time, right? <laughs> I figured. Um, yeah, COVID kind of blew the door off a lot of this stuff with the the virtual this and the virtual that and blah, 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 blah. Because it, it was never allowed beforehand. You had to be there. You had to be there. Um, it's, it's still good. You should still show up in person to lodge. I'm not saying stay at home, eating a bag of Funyuns, you know, in a wife beater, spaghetti stained, uh, spaghetti stained wife beater and gym shorts. And, you know, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that this should also be another option that, you know, hey, listen, you know, and I'm using FMP Lodge because I don't want to use any real lodge names and, and put them on the spot and everything. FMP Lodge is having their virtual meeting tonight. Hold on one second. Pick up their phone, which they're probably on already, and and, and attend it. And, and, you know, learn something. Hear something. Meet a Mason. Hear about his journey. Like, it's kind of what we do up here in the podcast. And it's just, I mean, probably losing my listener base at this point for even bringing this up. Because people are like, that's a great idea. But, yeah. Basically, if you really think about it, that's what we're doing here on this podcast is we're getting brothers in touch. I mean, we have special guests that come from Canada and, and where did Gideon come from? Amsterdam or wherever the hell he's from. Uh, Netherlands. Thank you. Um, you know, this is what this podcast is doing. You're meeting other Masons and hearing their stories and the shit that they went through and the things that they did and what got them involved in Masonry. You can do the same thing on a virtual meeting, you know? Meetings, I'm sorry, should not be about reading bills and 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 discussing what freaking sandwiches we're having at the next meeting. You know, it shouldn't be about that. It should be a learning experience. What better way? I mean, you can only learn so much in your own lodge. Like, I know Alex at the back of my hand. I know Steve like the back of my hand. I know I know and a lot of these guys I did the degrees for, so I know how they came up. I don't need to hear their damn story. I, I, I was there. I witnessed it, you know, and. People could say the same about me. They witnessed what the, the trials and tribulations. But a guy from Finland, I don't know his story. I'd love to hear it. it. It's what this podcast does. So in a virtual lodge, quote unquote, you do your you do your 
Masonic Minute or whatever, or you do your, your school of lecture, and you have a Mason speak, each one, from, from a different part of the world. I love it. Ah, Catholic. Grand Lodge leadership, because it represents an older generation, will likely never adopt methods that they find abhorrent. He's 1,000% correct. Again, you're a smart guy. Virtual lodges will come when the millennials and young, younger Xers hold the chairs. It's got a danger in its own. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I do see the uh, and he says, I, uh, but I do see the value in holding the line on point of real life meetings. These are also, these are already too rare. Yeah, no, I, I'm not, listen, this is just another, now here, and this is where I think they would go hand in hand oh, to that point that he's talking about. And Jeb, I'll get to you in a second. Um, to, to, to this point, I think they would go hand in hand because there are, like I said, there are a lot of Masons that uh, they just, they fizzle out. They die in the vine. They take a Masonic retirement where it's like, Especially past masters. Past masters are a bitch, man. Because I've said this before. Don't rush through the chairs. Enjoy each one. Take the journey. Take your time one by one. I was mastering three years because they didn't have anybody in the damn chairs. Nobody. I literally went junior deacon, junior warden, worshipful master. Boom. And I lost a lot. I didn't get a chance to do senior warden. I didn't get a chance to be senior deacon. I didn't get a chance to, to be part of that where I get to do the degrees and all that stuff. I didn't get any of that shit because I had to, I had to, I had to be the man. I had to, you know, I had to suit up and go to war for my lodge and, and save it in a sense. Um, so I lost out on a lot on my Masonic career. I mean, granted I went back, I learned them all and I had to learn them all because you know, I didn't have a mentor that was going to teach me the steward lecture. So I had to not only, in the mirror, read the questions to myself, but then answer the questions to myself. My point being is don't rush to the chairs because once you become a past master, there's nothing to do. Some lodges have a great mentorship where the past masters are the mentors and when you guys come in, but what do you do if you're in a lodge that's not getting members in the door, which is the case in a lot of lodges? What's the past master do? Nothing. Shows up and he bitches that you guys are doing it wrong. <laughs> I don't do it. I don't do it often. Every once in a while, I got to tune an ass up, but not too often. I, I generally take a back seat. Who's blowing up my phone now? I'll lose it. It's telling me I'm fat. Get up. It's yelling at me. Tell me to get up because I've been sitting too long. Um, but going back to that, you know, back to, to the point that he's saying, uh, and where I was saying there was a, I think they would work hand in hand is because those past masters generally stay home. They don't come anymore. There's nothing for him to do. You guys got it. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to take them all again. I'm going to stay home tonight. Maybe they're at home and maybe they hear about this. And again, I'm using FMP Lodge as a, as a, just a, just a, a generic thing. It doesn't mean I'm, ha I'm going to create a virtual lodge. Just, just got to keep putting that disclaimer out so I don't get a, you know, grand master come up here and shiv me with a steward rod or something like that. But the the duality would be this that this past master, he might be like, yeah, let's go see what this is all about. He picks up his phone and he attends the lodge and he's hearing about all these stories from brothers across the, the, the world that are, this is my story about masonry. This is what my legend. And it may, it may spark an interest to come back in person. 
that's my that's my take on it. He might be like, you know what? I really need to get the lodge again and see my see see the lodge what the lodge is doing because attending this virtual meeting was pretty cool hearing about masons from and that past master can come to lodge and talk about him joining this virtual lodge i attended this meeting in this virtual lodge and i heard about this guy from finland who whatever and he would tell his story in the lodge and it's something other than just your business meeting and your bullshit business and bullshit uh that's my personal opinion uh, Jeb, uh, I'm getting the Jebs now. Uh, it could be like a lodge of research. No ritual, but lectures on masonry q and Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And if you do a little ritual, you do a little ritual. I mean, not for nothing. We've said it before. The only thing that's really secretive is your obligations. It really is. Um, uh, at least here in Connecticut. I don't know across the across the world, but I mean, here in Connecticut, the only thing that's truly, uh, we've had past Grandmasters even say it. The only thing that's truly a secret is the obligations. You don't have to do an obligation online. <laughs> you can do the ritual. Again, I just talked about it. Like, oh, oh, well, the problem is that you got to tie the lodge. For what? For what? Half of the lodges don't even have enough members to have a tiler outside the door. So how do you tie the lodge? Oh, you lock it? Oh, pff, cool. Like somebody can't be on the outside of that door with their ear pressed against it. Not our doors. We've got big, thick oak doors. You mean getting in this door. Um, Jeb. Back before cell phones were used, uh, were we used to say you could tell the Freemasons because they were the ones talking to themselves in the back. <laughs> yeah, I've done that before. I've done it. There's no doubt about that. Uh, obligations and means of recognition. Yeah, and again, means of recognition. It's kind of a it's a wayward thing now. Back in the day, as Catholic said, they didn't have dues cards. There's no dudes cards you can produce from the 17, 1800s. No dudes cards. I don't know when they started a thing. I don't know when dudes cards became a thing, but the way you recognized a mason was by the signs and symbols. <sighs> I I mean, we do our signs and symbols as part of the ritual work, but if a stranger walked in the door, what's the first thing that the secretary asks for? Hey, you got a dudes card from a, from another lodge? Let me just make sure you're a master mason. Oh, you got a dudes card. Okay, you're a master mason. They look for the dudes card. In the event that they doesn't have a dues card, we ask for the signs and symbols. And then the third thing we do is the Tyler's Oath. But realistically, the first thing I ask for is a dues card. When you attend Grand Lodge, you literally take your wallet out as you're, you, you, you go in there as you're passing by the Tyler and you go and you show your dues card. And they go, okay, come on in. <laughs> and most of the time, they don't even look to see if it's your name. It could be Bob Scratchit on the dues card, but if it looks like a dues card, they let you through the freaking door. So this is my whole bitch and stick with with the the we're not having a virtual lodge i could break into a meeting right now i mean i want to be clear if i was non-mason or if i was an entered apprentice or a fellow craft i mean print the deuce card but we need to have some sort of a verification for this virtual thing but i think it would be great to as a connecticut mason living in florida i have to work my way into a lot of lodges yeah yeah, let me ask you now, Jeb. Question for you. Uh, what's the first thing they ask you for when you get into the lodge? Do they ask you for your dues card? Is that the first thing they ask you? I guarantee it's the first thing they ask you. They don't ask you, oh, give me the sign of an entrepreneur. Give me the grip of a fellow craft. They don't ask you that shit. What do they say? Let me see your dues card. I even had to work my way into Egypt the first visit. Yeah. 
verify everyone to the Amity app. You could do that too. We have the Amity app. That's actually, Brian, that's a great, that's a great thought. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you have the Amity app. You can look me up. See, I'm verified Mason. Eh, dude's paying. You know, all the shit that I belong to and all the things I was. So I believe it's all there right there on the Amity app. Um, so you can look it up that way. It's becoming extremely easy to verify who's a Mason, who's not a Mason. Um, Deuce cards first in the examination. Boom. There you go. Deuce cards first. So, I mean, realistically, in a virtual lodge, if you submit a picture of your deuce card with your face or just your deuce card, uh, maybe even do the deuce card and your license with your head in there, mm. taking a picture. So you have a picture of your face, your driver's license, and your name on the deuce card. That's the perfect verification. Does your lodge use the Amity app? Correcto. Yes, we do. Um... I don't know to the extent of what we use the Amity app here. Uh, I'm not the secretary anymore. Amity app first started coming around when I was leaving the secretary's chair. So I had I was on it. I was the secretary on it. I was uh, I, I started it because it was kind of fairly new at that point. But yes, we do use it. Uh, Shrine now has dues cards on your phone. There you go. Um, and phones are more secure than anything nowadays i mean you know stick your f grape in the camera just to get into somebody's phone now um but my point being is there are so many ways to verify if somebody's a mason in this virtual lodge and if they're not you know what you do you kick them the fuck out and you ban them if they're not you throw them out it's just that simple so virtual i don't understand why we can't do virtual lodges and i think virtual lodge would complement and make those who have because i i personally feel i don't think that as many masons that come to lodge would attend to virtual lodge as many masons who have stepped away from lodge i think though you're going to get probably more people who've stepped away from lodge like i can attend a lodge in the comfort of my own home let's do this and they would attend that virtual lodge but i also think it would spark them to want to come back to it that's my personal opinion <laughs> Still waiting on the Amity secret decoder rings. <laughs> uh, yeah, they have these decoder rings. They're not the, I, I know we call them the secret decoder rings. She's being funny. But it's a ring that you wear. And I, I don't know what, how it works. It's got all your information on it. So they just touch it to their phone or some shit. I'm not sure. It's too technologically advanced shit for me. And I don't, I don't know about having electronics in my jewelry. I mean, granted, I have the idiot box sitting next to me that tracks my every location. But... I have not been to church since COVID, but I watch it every Sunday. Boom. Church does it. I mean, perfect example. So, church. So, for the the shit-talking guy who was in the comments a couple weeks ago saying, Why are you guys recording on a Sunday and not in church? There you go. He still attends church. Just virtually. Kiss my ass. <laughs> I love shit-talkers. I love putting them down, too. Go away. Especially with people who are like, oh, you're swearing, you're swearing, you're not being Masonic. You're you're being profane like the other. Let me be clear. If you look up profane in regards to our ritual and religion, profane means people who don't believe in God. It doesn't mean profane as in swearing. Profane means a totally different thing in Freemasonry. As a matter of fact, while we're sitting here... I'll talk a little shit before the end of this. So, profane meaning. Ah, here we go. Are we ready for this? 
Here we go, kids. It's school time. So for the guy who said that uh, I was being profane and violating my obligations. Profane. Adjective. Relating or devoted to that which is not sacred or biblical. Secular rather than religious. A talk, and this is in quotes, quote, a talk that tackled topics both sacred and profane. That's what it means to be profane in the profane world. It does not mean that I swear and use drop F-bombs and swear and say nasty words. Education time. Uh, if I decided to travel, would the app be enough or would I still need to go through Grand Lodge? Ooh, that is a good question. I'm not sure. Uh, you'd have to check with that grand jurisdiction, to be quite honest. Um, I don't know if every grand lodge uses the Amity app or they... I'm not 100% sure how that works. Uh, your best bet is to always contact... Let your secretary know you want to travel somewhere else and to contact that lodge or their grand secretary who will get a hold of that lodge that you want to attend to. That is always the best option because if you show up with an Amity app... I don't know. I don't know if, if some lodges may, may, I mean, if you go to some lodge in some podunk town out in freaking Oklahoma, I don't know if they're going to be on the Amity app. And I'm just picking on Oklahoma because I'm thinking of somewhere that's out in the freaking woods somewhere or not in the, the, the middle of nowhere. All right. No disrespect to Oklahoma. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I think it would be on a lodge by lodge basis. Christ, I know a lodge in the state of Connecticut that still writes their minutes. Uh, we did for the longest time. They still write their minutes, actually physically write out their minutes. They don't do them digitally. Uh, I think recently we did digitally, but I wrote them for the longest time. Shit. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm Well, on that topic, I don't know how I feel about digital. I mean, one EMP wipes out your meeting minutes for whatever. Uh, then again, a fire would burn down the paper, but I digress. Uh, Jeb, uh, not so much for U.S. Masons, but yes, for foreign travel. When I go to Lodge for the first time, I find the worship master, introduce myself, and for permission to attend. Yeah. Sorry, vape time. Uh, yeah, I mean... It's always good to introduce yourself to the worshipful master and ask for permission to attend because you don't want to assume because he might tell you to get the fuck out. I mean, pardon my French. I don't mean to be profane. Yeah, I'm being facetious now. You don't want to attend the meeting uh, and ask for You don't want to show up, introduce yourself. It's always good to introduce yourself to the worshipful master and to the, all the, the, the members of the, of the lodge. Um, but you always, I, that's a good, that's a good point. Always ask for permission to attend. You never know what they got going on. Uh, for instance, um, and again, I'm going to try to be vague here, but I have a feeling that the next morning star lodge meeting that I'm going to be attending is probably going to be a bloodbath and you probably don't want, uh, outsiders coming from another lodge to your lodge in witnessing a slaughter. It, puts a bad taste in your mouth so always ask for permission to attend they might have business that they don't want a lot of outsiders around for hence our october meeting <laughs> yeah you don't you don't want to show up when they're having a, a heated discussion or i mean a degree that's fine whatever as long as you're a master mason able to attend it um, i don't know how other jurisdictions are i think you need to be a master mason in 
United States, every grand jurisdiction, you have to be a master mason to travel. Uh, I would be on board with digital robo Tyler. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I know me and Ken are going to have a conversation about AI in Lodge. Um, that's going to be you. That's going to be a hot topic. Uh, I don't know. I've seen Terminator. I've seen iRobot. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of AI. I don't want a computer thinking for me. They already do enough thinking for me. But to actually give them intelligence to think for themselves, I don't know about that. I mean, what if the AIs or the digital robo-tilers, as OpenX called it, what if they don't like other robots? Ken's out. He can't attend lots. He just can't come. What if they don't like gingers? I mean... Joe's out. I'll be fine. Uh, but the, a ginger and a robot? I don't know. This is like starting to feel like that uh, that show that used to be on uh, Spike TV. What was that called? Uh, Mystery Theater 3000? It's pretty much what our podcast is. I, so anyway, that's that's kind of where I, where I stand on all that stuff. Um, I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to shut the shit down. It's it's raining out. It's dreary out. Football's coming on pretty soon. I'm going to see the kiddos. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to shut the shit down. What do you guys think of this episode? If you got more comments, thoughts, comments, complaints, concerns, well, keep your complaints in the complaint department. Don't give them to me. I don't want to hear complaints today. Uh, one guy already found that out today. I'm not in the mood. Uh, but, anyway, if you have any uh, anything you want to add to this conversation, I'd love to hear it in the comments in the future. Um, have at it. Uh, I, I, for one, I, I'm coming around to the whole virtual thing. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll go talk to uh, right washable Shane Dufresne when he becomes most washable. I'll, maybe I'll concoct something. Maybe there will be an FMP lodge. Uh, and I'll have uh, gangrene as the Tylers. I'll have like 70 different Tylers. Then again, we might not have very many members. Show, people show up to to the meeting if they're there. But anyway, I digress. Uh, I'd like to see this happen too. Uh, I think it's a great idea. I think um, I think some sort of a virtual Freemasonry needs to be incorporated. I mean, we need to get with the times. Uh, unfortunately, Freemasonry, there's two ways. I don't think we need to be in the middle here. Uh, I've either said we go full silent, full dead stop, ancient ways, underground, lose the pins, lose the shit in the back of your car, you know, don't go on recruiting drives, get rid of the EMR system, dump this podcast and go full on dark, silent, mysterious. That would be cool to actually have a true to life fraternity that is back to its roots of being dark and mysterious and hidden away and not really, or we embrace it. We embrace that we're in the 21st century and this is what, this is what, what it is. And this is how we evolve. Uh, Brian Umber. What the hell are elections going to look like for a virtual lodge? I can only imagine that shit, Joe. I got news for you. I have a feeling that it would work out way better than in person. Uh, because, <clears throat> see, here's the problem. All right. And I'll we'll touch on the subject before I shut down and, and go about my merry way. This is where I think the difference falls, uh, Brother Brian. Uh, the problem with lodge in person and having a lodge building and having business and having shit and having stuff to do <laughs> is um, 
when you're a master, you want to, you, well, you're in, not that you want to, but you are in control of a lot of shit that happens in the lodge. You control, you dictate the tempo of the lodge. You dictate what's going to happen during the lodge. You dictate what's going to happen with a, a building, what's going to happen with, uh, you know, a particular event. And there's a lot of things that's very hands-on in a, an actual lodge. There's a lot of hands-on shit that the master has to wrap his hands around. Virtual lodge, there's really not. It's all about brotherhood. There's no minutes to be paid. There's no bills to be paid. I mean, it's like, you know what I mean? And if everybody wants to pitch in $5, you turn to Virtual Lodge for five bucks. You throw in $5. That all goes into a collective pot. And then it gets sent to uh, the master of choice's charity. And then you change the charities every time. Or it pays for the the Zoom, for, you know, to have extended Zoom time for the year. And the rest of it goes to charity. But nobody holds on to anything. Like, there's no there's no real main business that you have to bitch about. Like, there's nothing that needs to, oh, you're, you're, you're taking away, the virtual lodge, in a sense, would take away all of the bullshit that happens. And I say bullshit, business, business and bullshit. That happens in a very hands-on lodge. Like, oh, we gotta pay the light bill. Oh, we gotta pay for the rent. We gotta pay for the heat. We gotta pay for this. We gotta do this. We gotta do all that gone because everything's virtual. Everything's virtual. There's no extra stuff that needs to be, uh, in a sense, hashed out between masters. It's just a matter of carrying on. I mean, that would be the only place I'd say I'd be fine with progressive line because there's nothing, got, no jelly cook-offs to lose. Yes, I love the fact that Joe's not here and getting shit on for his chili cook-off. I love it. That's that, that, that. There's no, there's no shit involved in it. It's it's straight up brotherhood. Hearing about each other's stories. Listen, I, I love reading books. Christ, I love reading stories. My favorite channel is the History Channel because I love hearing the stories about people and their life and. In, in hearing about what happened, I mean, right now I'm kind of on a little bit of a dark press because I've been really following all this John Wayne Gacy and all that stuff. I swear to God, there's nothing wrong with me. It's just, it's interesting to hear the story, you know, it's just the Waco and all that crap like that. But, I mean, the History Channel had the stories of the story of Washington, Grant, Lincoln. Like, they had all these things and it was cool to hear about their life. It would be, it would be cool to hear you know, that's that's your business. You you you, you give the, the 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 brother an allotted time, a half hour, hour to to hear about his story and hear about. And the master makes the makes the tempo. We're gonna you know we're gonna talk about so and so from Finland. He's gonna talk about Finnish masonry. Boom. There's your there's your thing. And then afterward, everybody's feels smarter or, or or they wow that's that's cool. I might incorporate that into my lodge. Uh, again, this like one of the stupid things that my lodge does uh, that we kind of incorporated was that officers wear white gloves. Not all lodges do that. But again, I went to another lodge. I seen another lodge do it. And I'm like, that is freaking cool. It looks impressive. And I incorporated it into my lodge. And that was just literally a lodge over at Joe's Lodge in Easton. That's his mother lodge in Easton. That's, that's literally a couple towns over. In the same state. Now imagine, imagine if it was worldwide and you hear about what they do over in, in, in I don't know, Saudi Arabia. I don't know. Pick a, pick a country. And you're like, wow, that's really cool. And you bring it over here. I, I, you take a lot of the bullshit away, in my opinion, uh, with, with elections. Uh, elections, people get butt hurt because they all have a drive of where they think 
that it uh, it needs to go. They, oh, this is what we need to do to improve the craft. This is what we need to do to improve the lodge. No improving in a virtual lodge. It's just carry on. You do your thing. Uh, let's see here. Let's go back to it. Uh, James Ayers, finally a real solution. You can look at it that way. It's a solution to stopping lodges from just drumming on about the same shit every meeting. I mean, realistically, I've always said there needs to be a Masonic Minute. There needs to be a history lesson. There needs to be a story. There needs to be something to to make brothers interested in coming. Uh, you, you picking up what I'm putting down? Um, when you go to a lodge meeting and all you do is degrees and bullshit, business and bullshit, that's, that's, I'm going to put that on a shirt, business and bullshit. <laughs> I'll be up in New Haven County at Christmas. Hey! If you're in the area, you're more than welcome to come here. Come up here and hang out and bullshit with us. Uh, I'd love to have you. Uh, I have guests all the time. Uh, we're trying to plan for more guests. I'm trying to really get some high-profile guests, but uh been kind of difficult um, to get some people to come. Uh, I'm trying to get new people. I've been really trying to get uh, Kane from WWE. Uh, put out a couple feelers. Asking if he wanted to come on, but nothing. I got to really get a hold of his office, really, and and just say, hey, listen, um, we do a podcast it's in New Haven. We'd love to have you on virtually and talk about your Masonic career. I'd love to hear what Kane has to say. Uh, that is um, Jacob. What's his name? I can't remember his name. I just know him by Kane because I love wrestling back in that era. Uh, Glenn Jacobs. That's his name. Uh, that's his real name. Uh, he's the mayor of Knoxville, Knox County, in uh, Tennessee. Uh, Kane, WWE wrestler, big ass dude. I'd love to have him on, and uh, I'm gonna really push to have more guests on virtually, uh, and and be part of the podcast. So that's that's up and coming. But Jeb, I'd love to have you, man. I'd love to hear about your story and the shit you do too. And again, that's what makes this pop this this podcast popular is hearing the stories of other Masons, and that's what people tone in for. I mean, Pat Militich, Scott Walter, people didn't tend to to. They didn't. They didn't listen into those. I mean, those are a couple of our most popular episodes. Why? Because they didn't want to listen to Scott Walter talk about rocks. Uh, first thing I tuned in for, when the first time he had it was his Masonic career, what he did, joining Masonry. Like that's what people are like. Wow. Like I want to hear about that. You know, I think virtual lodges are right up that alley. It's pretty much what we do right here on the podcast already. My opinion. Anyway, guys, I'm gonna wrap this up because uh, a couple of reasons. I got shit to do and I have to pee. So, uh, for the Freemasons podcast, I am right. Warshaw brother, George Mudry signing off. Hey, do me a favor though. Leave us an Apple review. Five star, preferably. Tell us what you think. Um, like subscribe and, uh, join discord. You'll have a lot of fun in there. Um, I am going to kick gangrene's ass today in uh, fantasy football. That's going to happen. But anyway, for the Freemasons podcast, I am Right Worship Brother George Marjorie signing off. Have a good weekend, guys.